0: Hello, and welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, an Earth ruled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here on Earth 894, we discuss the MCU news, we give some reviews, we give you that fun stuff you look forward to called commentary, we talk about the rumors, and a lot more. My name is Devin Stone, and joining me as always is, you know, the perfect embodiment of Steve Rogers himself, Louis Tonarini. Per- How you doing? Perfect
1: embodiment. Um, false. Very false, actually. But uh, I appreciate it. I am feeling okay today, you know? Nice, nice. How about yourself?
0: You know, I feel like I've come back from uh, out of the ice. Um, I was sick with not coronavirus, not the flu, and not strep throat, but some sort of virus. Because I got tested when I went to go get checked out. Uh, but yeah, I felt like uh, awful, just miserable. It was not fun. So um, I'm feeling more of myself today for the first time in like five, six days. So I'm excited to be talking some Marvel stuff. That's why we weren't around last week. So this is uh, going to be episode 14. Sorry, guys. Uh, we had to skip out a week. I got a new job and... Um, what a perfect time to get sick, you know? The best. But we're back. We are back. Back and better than ever. So, Louie, I've been waiting now two weeks to ask you this. What has been MCU for you?
1: MCU for you. Um, yeah, I was... By myself the other night, the other day, I would say, I put Henry down for his nap. And Hannah was out with her mom and some other friends. And I wanted to listen to something while I cleaned the house. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to sit there and figure out which songs I wanted to flip through. And I didn't want to uh, listen to like an interview style podcast. And I didn't really want to listen to a sports podcast. I don't know. I just was in this mood for something. And I knew if I turned on like benching with Babish or a YouTube video, I would get distracted. So I started Googling a Batman podcast that I had heard about only to find out that it wasn't like a a thing yet. It says still in, uh,
0: some production, right?
1: Yeah. So I learned of a Wolverine podcast and I started that Mm -hmm. because everyone knows how much I want Wolverine. (laughs) I started it. I didn't make it very far yet. Um, it's been out for a few years. So if you've heard of it, it's pretty decent. Um, it's like right now it's a murder mystery and. Oh, cool. It's pretty interesting. And, uh, Devin, you introdu- you uh introduced me to the term audio drama. I didn't know I didn't know that was a thing. It's called uh Yeah. It's called Marvel Wolverine if you just look up and I'm playing it. Uh Marvel's Wolverine if you just look up uh a podcast. It's on Apple Podcast and uh Spotify and I'm sure it's on more, but I just know for a fact it's on those two. And there's two different seasons and it's really well done to the point where like I was cleaning and uh, in the, in the podcast there'd be like a knock on the door and I'd be like, Oh, someone's at the door and I'd go over <laughs> and open the door and nobody's there. I'm like, Oh crap. Now I look that stuff, foolish.
0: Dude, that stuff is spooky. Yeah. Just cause of this, uh, like the way that's like edited and formatted, even though it's just like simple as a knock or like a, like someone walking, it still freaks me out.
1: Yeah. So, so far, it was pretty interesting, you know, the the very, uh, spoiler alert, the very end of the first episode, they're like, oh, what was his name? They're like, Logan. I was like, oh, I called it. It was <laughs> right before I heard it. I was like, Logan. Like, Logan. And I was like, yes. So, um, I've been trying to get up early and go for a walk because I'm fat and gross, so Hopefully I can actually do that and listen to it a little bit more and get more into it. Other than that, um, today I dressed Henry. He was wearing a Hulk onesie, so he looked like the Hulk. We went to the zoo the other day. He was in his Spider-Man onesie. I saw
0: that. He looked adorable.
1: Looking like Spider-Man. Before that, he had a Spider-Man hoodie on, but then it got too warm, so we took it off and he had his onesie on because... Daddy knows how to dress him. Uh, I got a new Funko Pop since the last time we've been around. It's Magneto, but he's... uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's like the
0: Blacklight version, right?
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool. I found it at Target.
0: Yeah, those are popping off the shelves, if you know what I mean.
1: Funko popping, bro. Literally. Um. Also, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, but I didn't because i turned it on and fell asleep immediately i'm an old tired man
0: well man it sounds like you had a pretty uh, exciting and content rich mcu for you so i'm glad to hear it
1: i did i i i always try to do at least one thing to share with our our, uh, our multiverse family what uh there you go, man. mr devin what was mcu for you uh these past 2 weeks
0: yeah, well, like I said, I was sick, so I had to, you know, I had to watch like some comfort stuff, and I decided to venture into the legend section on Disney Plus, because I've said before, you know, just X Men just has never grabbed my attention. It's really never been my like cup of tea. Well, so I, I decided to watch <laughs> the first X Men film. Um, I watched it a couple segment, like in segments, uh, because you know I was feeling like trash. I'd be like watch half hour, take a nap, and so on. Um, yeah that first X-Men film I do not have any memory of seeing it as a kid literally nothing like I was like oh you know sometimes you watch something from like 10-15 years ago and you're like oh here's a scene I saw I remember that scene nothing absolutely nothing but it's weird seeing how like young Henry Jackman looks compared to like when he uh, is in Hugh Logan. Jackman Devin thank you
1: I got you, buddy. Henry is my son's
0: name. That's that's honestly, I think that's why I just said Henry Jackman. Brain (laughs) fart. And even like I was like, that sounds weird. You know, guys, I'm still getting over my sickness. But I digress. Um, then I had a funny moment today that's kind of Marvel related. So my new job, right? I got stuck in an elevator for 15 minutes. Ah, yes. (laughs) By myself, but literally like. The one time I go downstairs to use the bathroom because the men's bathroom that is on the second floor is like temporarily like out of order or whatever. I literally go downstairs one time and I go and use the elevator to go back upstairs, and I get stuck on my floor. Door won't open. I'm hitting buttons, it's not moving. Literally, I had to tell my boss like, he asked me to come to his uh office real quick to check something. I'm like, well, I would, but I'm stuck in the elevator. <laughs> And it was, it was funny. He was like, wait, are you serious? And I was moments away from hitting the alarm button when it finally opened and I saw my boss there and he seemed really excited. He was like, I was hitting buttons on the outside and I was worried. I was like, <laughs> so, man, that's awesome. Um,
2: did anybody you know, else? Go on,
0: go uh, on. I was going to say, if anyone else was in the elevator, I totally would have been like, so, before we do this, does anyone want to get out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, did totally anybody else? Did anybody else respond to your uh, Snapchat of you stuck in the elevator?
0: Yeah, I had like 8 people all just like laugh at me.
1: <laughs> Did anybody else say Hail Hydra or was that just me?
0: I had two Hail Hydras.
1: Yeah. And that was funny. Shout out to the other Hail Hydra person.
0: But yeah, man, so I just uh that and now uh now that I have a different job, I've been listening to just some um focus music, which for me is scores and soundtracks and instrumental music. So, I've been listening to uh Some good old MCU scores. I got to say, Thor actually has a pretty good score. Some of the tunes on there is pretty neat.
1: Do you like Thor 4 score?
0: Thor 4 score?
1: Thor score and seven years ago.
0: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) You know, I feel like I had something else too to add, which I can't remember now. After that bad pun, but all
1: oh, It's seven years ago, I was an Asgardian. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, man. So it's been it's been fun. It's been good. Before anybody uh, decides to talk mad uh, trash about me falling asleep during Guardians, Devin fell asleep during Infinity War. So that was, it was the thing three he in the morning.
0: I was on drugs.
1: Oh. (laughs) The -the over-the-counter
0: kind. (laughs) And, uh, yeah.
1: Well, I guess if it's three in the morning, you're allowed to fall asleep.
0: Yeah, it's because I was like, I was literally just going to try and put something on. And, um, originally I was going to put an animated Marvel show on, but I decided not to because I saw that, I guess I left off on Infinity War, like two thirds of the way. So I just put that on, watched two minutes and I fell asleep. (laughs) But yeah, good times, man. Good times. So last episode, we talked all about phase one. We've been trying to do this a little bit of like phase one through three kind of setting up before um, Loki comes out. But, you know, I got sick. So uh, we're still going to be talking about phase two today, but we'll kind of shift gears a little bit here and there um, because Loki's coming out next week, y'all. I don't know if you know this, but next Wednesday. We got our third MCU series streaming.
1: It's also, I will have been married for three years next Wednesday.
0: So before we get into that, let's just get into some news, because there has been uh, some stuff that's come out. Play that theme song. News or footage. Keyword,
1: Marvel News. We've had an unofficial countdown for the the last, like, three, four... (laughs) Three or four or five weeks. Devin, it happened. Devin's it happened. been waiting so long. You've been waiting for your Eternals trailer.
0: It, and guess we, what?
1: it asked me what I think about it. We we finally got it. And Devin, what do you think about the Eternals trailer? <laughs> it made no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> it made plenty of sense, man. Don't you want to see it now? You know
0: what? I'm not going to lie. I will see it. But I am not sold on the movie.
1: Wow, I mean, it was more of a visual trailer than anything.
0: Yeah, well, see, that's the problem, because these trailers aren't trailers; they're teasers. They're teaser trailers. Yeah. And I think the thing that distinguishes between a teaser trailer and an actual trailer is that a trailer has an actual story narrative, so it tells you more about what, what like the plot is going to be. Well, the teaser trailer just shows you cool shit with like some voice dialogue and like. Epic sound, boom, boom, stuff like that. Yeah, but we got um, to
1: see some of the characters and some of the. cool Yeah, which is little... fine because the
0: biggest thing for me is I wanted to see the characters. I wanted to see how they were gonna look. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. The way they look gives me some big Inhumans flop, kind of aesthetic I don't know,
1: with like man. the costumes and stuff. Inhumans but I mean, humans could have been good. They just. Could... I think Inhumans would have been, this is off base, but if Inhumans was released on Disney Plus, I think it would have been fine.
2: Yeah,
0: maybe. Did you watch Inhumans?
1: I've watched the first episode about 78 times. I cannot get into it.
0: It sounds like, why? Wow, you must really like it or? No. You're really trying to like it.
1: I've tried. I do want to like it. I don't know everything about the Inhumans, but it was on what, FX or something? and.
0: Is that FX or ABC? It was one, it was one of, of them. Because ABC always had like the rights ABC or whatever. F-
1: a B C family, right? It wasn't yeah, on ABC. Right. It was on like Freeform or something.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha.
1: So Yeah. I didn't even know it was a thing. And then I don't know. I like Black Bolt and all that stuff. Regardless, regardless. This has like some Game of Thrones characters thrown in there, you know? You got John yeah, Snow, Snow and Rob Stark. Um I don't know the actors' names. So I know Kit Harington's name. I can't remember the Rob Stark guy's name.
0: Yeah, which is kind of funny because they were like, there's that stinger at the end of the trailer where they're talking about, well, like, they're like, Iron Man and Captain America are gone. Who's going to lead the Avengers? And of course, carrying over his character from uh, Game of Thrones, they say, of course, another Stark wants to lead the Avengers.
1: Oh, funny. he's a Stark. Uh, Richard Madden is his name. Um, Salma Hayek, looking fine as ever. Uh, I didn't even
0: notice her in the trailer the first time around.
1: Angelina Jolie. We got some of her. Um, yeah, she my,
0: she looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like, As in like her character looks pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, it's going to be good. My personal favorite is Kumail Nanciani.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked for him, man. I think
1: he was doing some crazy. It looked uh, it looked almost, like
0: Bollywood.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say some some Indian looking inspiration.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that, to be honest.
1: So it, it it looks like they went through the times and you know stuff like that. It's gonna be mm. uh very interesting. I'm I'm excited for that movie.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a lot of like why have they not helped out at all during all the shit that's gone down. Uh, that are like uh, like Avengers level threats. Like, where have they been? So it's gonna. I think a lot of it's gonna be like this is why, like we fucked up so bad or something bad happened because we were too busy. Yep, being involved that. Um, this is why we don't get involved with Earth conflict. You know. So um, yeah. So my question for you: If there is gonna be. In MCU, all right. If there's gonna be an Avenger or some exist like pre-existing, like main character from the MCU to show up and at least meet one of the Eternals or meet the team, who would you predict it would be? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just a pre. If there's gonna be a pre-existing character that interacts with the Eternals, who is it? Yeah, shows up in the movie. Um. I don't like this answer because I don't think it's actually true, but I'm going to go with uh, Thanos. I think we're going to get a version of Thanos in this movie.
0: Wow. That was not who I was expecting.
1: Like a pre, I know that, the Angelina Jolie character has something to do with Thanos, so maybe they see Thanos when he was, like, a teenager or something.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you were saying now. Okay, interesting. So maybe,
1: maybe not hmm. the full Josh Brolin, you know, I'm inevitable Thanos, but, like...
0: Yeah, something.
1: Just a version of Thanos, maybe. If not Thanos, I'd say, like, Ego.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd from, be a good one.
1: From Guardians 2. Since
0: he's a Celestial.
1: Or... Uh, Maybe Captain Marvel somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Brie Larson being in the movie. I also try not to hear anything, so (laughs) that's good. My guess, Thanos. Okay. What were you thinking?
0: You know, I was thinking it's going to be... If I had to pick, I feel like it's going to be like a character you probably wouldn't expect. And it's not going to be someone like Thor or Peter Quill. You know, it's going to be someone a little bit like on the second, uh, like B team. So like a roadie type. Yeah, I was thinking like a roadie type for some reason. It just it would make no sense. But roadie racks, or who knows? It could be Fury.
1: Oh, Maybe Fury, Fury decides to show or, up. or like Talos. Talos. Yeah,
0: some sort of scroll.
1: Interesting. Something like that. We'll I don't more.
0: know how much they do, but I feel like there's got to be someone who shows up.
1: Yeah. Once more starts happening and everything, we'll get more into that when uh, the movies get yeah. ready to come out. That's what, November? That's November's movie?
0: Yeah. Which is something I want to talk about real quick because that comes out in November. A month later is Spider-Man 3 No Way Home. So a lot of people are been uh, they have been speculating right now saying that now that we've had our Eternals trailer finally, and we're no longer in Eternals watch. <laughs> Thank God. When's the No Way Home trailer gonna happen?
1: Let it simmer. Let us be excited for Eternals.
0: Cause I mean it's only a month apart. So well, I I see the I I I understand the reasoning that it could be
1: Maybe like maybe four- within
0: a few weeks.
1: Maybe like 4th of July weekend or something, we get in a Spider Man trailer. Spider Man's always been very uh, red, white, and blue, you know his suits red and blue, and I can get with that in in all yeah. of in all of the movies, you know he always ends up by a flag <laughs> there's a whole Is theory, really? yeah, there's a whole theory about it, um oh, shit, but I'd say like Fourth of July weekend would be pretty exciting for or not weekend, but maybe that Monday or the Monday <laughs> before mm-hmm. you know, well, damn, just well, that's cool
0: yeah. That honestly, I think you have a pretty good, uh, like good basis for coming up with that. So, I mean, hey, if we get if we, I'm willing to put money down that we're probably gonna get some sort of teaser for the movie before the summer is over, which I think is fair. So no later than August. So yeah, I think your July fourth is probably pretty accurate. Yeah. Damn. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I just sent you a um,
1: link to a video that you'll never watch, but, you know.
0: No, I'm going to watch it, actually. <laughs> you, got, you caught my interest with that. So, this is going to steer off a little bit of MCU, but Sony is, you know, Sony has the Spider-Man rights, and they're probably going to ride that Spidey train until they can't no more. Um, but there was recent casting, which I don't know if you saw but we're getting a Craven the Hunter movie. I, did you see who they cast as Craven?
1: I, I saw you said something about Kraven, and I was like, oh, I didn't know they had a Craven movie coming out. And, yeah, uh,
0: I don't know. where I had no idea about this.
1: No, I didn't see. I think the perfect Craven the Hunter would be Jason Momoa, but he's uh, too busy being Aquaman.
0: Yeah, a lot of people always say that he'd be really good as Kraven.
1: So... I'm not even gonna guess, man. I have no idea. It's gonna be somebody you're gonna be like, "Wow, really?" Him? They recast
0: Pietro. (laughs) Aaron Taylor Johnson is gonna be Craven. Really?
1: Yeah. Recan Pietro.
0: So I uh, I saw something about it. It was um, someone I follow who's in like the movie biz was talking about or something like that. Because there's been other people like Momoa and a couple other like more like burly, like very manly looking characters who. We're like fan casting or auditioned or in talks. I don't I don't know. But I guess he, Aaron Taylor Johnson has a movie coming out. Um I wanna look up the title so I don't mess it up real quick, but I think it's um something to do with like a train. Um it's Bullet Train. I guess this Bullet Train movie he's gonna really be in is what got him the Craven role. I don't know much about Bullet Train, but I guess this movie, like I said, it's just his performance in it is just, they're like, damn, yeah, get this guy in here. So um good for him. I mean, more MCU. I mean, not more MCU, but more Marvel.
1: It's the Sony Spider-Man universe with no Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, which is, it's funny. There was an interview with, um, I was reading it a few minutes ago. Um, I don't think I have it pulled up here, but basically there is a plan. Okay, I have the article here. So basically, there is a plan Sony has in store for connecting the their Spider-Man inter- universe to the MCU, and so there was a recent article with like or interview with Variety with um Sanford Pantich or Pantich, uh, I guess his pants are itchy, who was talking about um kind of like some plans and hinting at like a shared universe and connecting their Spideyverse with MCU and stuff, and so. Uh, When asked about it, he did confirm saying that there actually is a plan to connect Sony's Spider-Man universe to the MCU. Um, And he says, basically, there actually is a plan. I think now maybe it's getting a little more clear for people where we're headed. And I think when No Way Home comes out, even more will be revealed. So there's some teases here and there. He did mention uh, how awesome his relationship with Feige is and How it's been a great, just total joy to work with him, and like a sand, comparing it to like an incredible sandbox to play in, and so um, it sounds kind of nice because we mentioned how he wants. Uh, his quote was, uh, "We want those MCU movies to be absolutely huge because that's great for us and our Marvel characters," and I think that's the same thing on ours on their side too. So there's lots of opportunities I think that are going to happen. And I feel like there's one more quote that was kind of interesting. But basically he was hinting up like uh you never know. And my dog is barking.
1: Aggred. Um
0: because. So um with Craven being announced, Morbius, I think, was supposed to come out this year, but I think they got kicked back to 2023 with uh Mr. Leto over there.
1: Twenty twenty three, so, really?
0: Yeah, or twenty twenty two. I think 2022. I am messed up on Um, years. 2023 is for Kraven. That's what I was looking at. Uh, So I apologize. But basically they're focusing a lot on their villains especially with a successful Venom movie just that no one foresaw. Um, It sounds like they're really going to focus on the villains. No one foresaw. Hmm. Honestly, I did not expect Venom to make as much money as it did. That's what I mean. And because it made just all the money, that's they're like, okay, we got it. We got our audience. Well, Venom's, so. like,
1: Venom's like the shit. Everybody likes Venom. People that don't know anything about Spider-Man are like, yeah, Spider-Man and then Venom, the black sp- sludgy Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> that's fair.
1: Um, before we move on, I also want to wish a happy birthday to my little brother, And I also wanted to wish a happy birthday, same birthday, year and everything, Spider-Man himself, Tom Holland, 25 years young today, happy birthday. That's awesome. From us here on Earth, 894.
0: And I'm glad you said that because our guest today for our episode is Phase 2 Review is none other than Tom. How awesome would that be if that was true?
1: Under (laughs) (laughs) ruse. Yeah, no. I'm
0: not going to do a British impersonation. It was going to sound so awful, and <laughs> I was going to get canceled before I even said it.
1: Yeah, don't don't be racist here, Devin. Oh my god, there's no racism on Earth eight nine four. Oh my god, that's a fucking that's a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> um, today we are going to explore Phase two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, phase two has some duds in it if we're being honest phase two we went over is starts with Iron Man 3 then you move on to Thor Dark World
0: best MCU film
1: Uh, absolutely not Captain America Winter Soldier Guardians of the Galaxy Avengers (laughs) Age of Ultron and then Ant-Man to round out the end of phase two. A lot of people think it ends with the Avengers, but age or excuse me, Avengers age of Ultron, but Ant-Man is the official ending of phase two for the Mm -hmm. MCU. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it starts off with Iron Man three and Thor dark world, which are not highly praised movies. Winter Soldier is a very highly praised movie. Guardians of the Galaxy, also a very, very highly praised movie. Age of Ultron, kind of a dud. And then Ant-Man is uh, very underrated by my, uh, where I stand. What do you think?
0: Hmm. Uh, in terms of just, just uh, Ant-Man being underrated?
1: I just mean with what I was saying about the movies.
0: Yeah, I I mean it's common. It's kind of like the common uh shared like, I guess middle child syndrome for phase two, right? I mean, I like Iron Man three. I like Thor Dark World. I absolutely love Winter Soldier. It's my favorite MCU film. Uh, Guardians is, like I said, unexpectedly good. It works. Um, Age of Ultron. I like I like Age of Ultron. I don't think it's super bad. I think a lot of it has to do with Joss Whedon being a little bitch, but I mean, um, age of Ultron is still pretty good. And then Ant-Man, I have not watched it in a while and I'm not going to lie. I don't really care for Ant-Man. So I, I just, I never really want to like, you know what I'm in the mood for? Ant-Man.
1: Ant-Man is hilarious. We'll get into
0: it. Yeah. We'll get into it is right. But, uh, yeah. So I think the first thing we did with, Last week's episode was, um, if I look here, did we rank the films first or did we talk about like the f- like the first one you saw out of the phase or how do you want to kind of kick things off for this section?
1: Um, I remember last week we, or two weeks ago rather, we went mm-hmm. through all the movies like I just did. I named them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember what we did, but we can definitely rank them. I think we guessed on each other's rankings and then
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from there. Okay.
1: And I okay. know I know you are a Thor dark world man, but I don't <laughs> From worst to best on Devins uh on Devin's uh list. Mhm. He just said he doesn't like Ant-Man. So I'm going to go with Ant-Man is the worst. Okay. Follow, followed by uh, probably Age of Ultron, and then I'd say Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Winter Soldier. No, it's
0: pretty close. So, my order is Ant Man, uh, number five, uh, number six, excuse me, number five is Thor. Oh,
1: Thor yeah. is a lot lower than I thought.
0: Yeah, Thor you is like, five.
1: You like Thor, though.
0: I do like it, but I mean...
1: Wow.
0: You know, like, these movies are good. They're still good. They're not super fantastic for some of them, but I mean, like, in terms of ranking, it's a little bit lower down there, not gonna lie. Um, the elves are just weird. But
2: <laughs> yeah. number
0: five is be Thor, and then number four would be Iron Man 3. With third being Guardians, number two being Age of Ultron, and number one being Captain America.
1: Age of Ultron a lot higher than I was expecting for you It's because it's anyway. it's
0: Avengers film.
1: Yeah, but it was also, it's like, yeah, I'm going to say it. It's clearly the worst Avengers film.
0: That I won't, I won't disagree with.
1: But that being said, Infinity War, Endgame, and Avengers are all, Phenomenal films.
0: Yeah, they're pretty big.
1: All right, all right, Debbie, you all want to right, take so, a stab in the dark for lo- for old for old Lou Bag over here?
0: Okay, so I'm gonna say number five, six. Damn it! Thank you, as <laughs> I'm literally looking at six movies. All right, so I'm gonna say number six is Iron Man three, with number five being Thor: The Dark World, then. Number four is Age of Ultron, with three being Ant Man, number two being Guardians, number one being Captain America. You were Honor soldier.
1: You were pretty close.
0: Ooh. Um, so what's your official order?
1: Thor: Dark World.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Is like this confusing, weird movie. Iron Man three. Age of Ultron Ant-Man Captain America Winter Soldier with Whoa. my with my favorite movie in the whole MCU Guardians of the Galaxy number oh, 1 Damn so I
0: had it just to that I had to swap around definitely <laughs> well, yeah, four That's okay yeah.
1: Okay damn nice <laughs> So yeah, I, I really like, I really like Guardians. It came out around my birthday. I think we saw, I think me and my friends saw it in the uh, theater on okay. my birthday. I'm sorry, Richard, you were working. It was just the whole thing. <laughs> I apologize. Still holds it against you. You've seen it since then. We're gonna see the third one together. It's okay. It's okay, man. It's okay.
0: Um, so it has a little bit more sentimental value. So,
1: but it's also like hilarious and it was all new characters and mm-hmm. i loved it
0: for a movie that definitely should not have worked with a tree and a talking raccoon with guns it worked
1: i am groot <laughs> absolutely uh yeah um thor is that i swear that's the movie where selvig is in the in the crazy house right yeah he runs around in his underwear, underwear and, holding yeah. that thing in the air. Yeah, yeah. like come yeah, on! Yeah, it's it gets wild. It's kind of weird. That movie. You needed that movie to get to Ragnarok because with that movie they were like, "Okay, this isn't working."
0: What's funny is like you know people hate the movie, but or just don't like it, but it played a pretty important role in. Uh, it was so Endgame. important in Endgame. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Which is also the same writers, Marcus and McFeely. They wrote that movie and they wrote Endgame.
1: I mean, here on Earth 894, we know a lot of things, but I dare most people to even tell me the the bad guy's name in Thor Dark World.
0: Mr. Mad Elf.
1: Yeah. Do you know his name? I assume you do.
0: He just wanted to be an, He just wanted to be a dentist.
1: Yeah, what is it, Malekith? Mal? Something like that.
0: You know what? I actually don't remember. But there you go.
1: Who yeah, like?
0: It's Mal- it's, it's
1: Malekith. and then he fights. Uh, the definitely the guy. I definitely don't remember his name. The big, scary dude, played by the Mister Echo from Lost. You
0: know what's funny is uh, Christopher. I think it's Eccleston. Um he was a doctor in Doctor Who. I didn't realize that. Who played um Malakith? That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, the guy from Jessica Jones was a uh, Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, so uh,
1: pretty cool. Pretty cool. Shout the only out to what kind of Who. bummed
0: me out about Thor Dark World is that um like they didn't really do much with uh Thor's uh like fellow I don't know friends is there an actual name for like his group of uh like Lady Sith and all them
1: lady' Sif totally d- and the Warriors yep. three,
0: yeah, and then they just get wasted in Ragnarok except for Lady Sith,
1: yeah, that's She's what not me- even in the
0: movie I think is it
1: Ragnarok?
0: a lot of them get killed by uh
1: hella, yeah, but one of the guys was replaced, Zachary Levi. So, Zachary Levi was in Thor the Dark World, but I think he wasn't in Thor. I think it was a different guy in Thor. Hmm. So, his name is Curse. The big, scary dude that they were having a really hard time beating up, his name is Curse. Mm -hmm. He's played by, I'm not even going to try to say this gentleman's name. (laughs) I know it's, it's backwards on the screen for you, Devin, but... I'm not even. Oh, yeah, I'm, I am not even going to going to attempt it. He has a very African name, and he's big and scary, and you don't even know who I'm talking about. You don't remember Thor: Dark World. You just don't, <laughs> right? Am I wrong or am I right?
0: So the movie starts off right with uh, this. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to do it. I, th- I think the hardest thing about that movie is the fact that we see the ether. So the Infinity Stone is. Not really a stone. It's like a like a matrix. It's vitriol. It's it's fluid. It's, it's
1: more of a sludge. Is that yeah, what it's he more says? more of a sludge. It's when he's all, uh, drunk. yeah.
0: Um. So it's a little strange, to kind of think of.
1: Yeah. You remember?
0: Yeah. Okay, guy? I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. This uh, one had like the rage and everything that they were doing.
1: Yeah, and the comic book, he's like yellow. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Thor: Dark World. I bet you didn't know that. And I think in, th- I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I think it's Thor. I think it's Thor: Dark World, where Thor completely demolishes the the Big Rock Man right at the yeah. beginning,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which ends up being like one of Korg's planet <laughs> brothers, right? Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. The first thing he says oh, to funny. Korg is, "He's like, oh, you're a I can't remember the name of the race, but he says you're a so and so. Quag's like, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> I planned a revolution. I didn't print enough flyers, you know. <laughs> oh so my god! I can't believe how funny that movie. Oh, is. we're getting into Ragnarok next week, but yeah, or we might do a Loki thing next week, but we'll get into Ragnarok eventually. Um. Anyway, so yeah, there's a lot that happens in Thor: Dark World that's like. Kind of important, but it's just so dry. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. God. So I
0: mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in all these movies. Which out of the six do you feel like is the most important movie in terms of the story? Out of phase two?
1: The big picture story?
0: Yeah. What adds the most to the plot? Probably Guardians. You know, Guardians I, you get the Power Stone.
1: The Power Stone and the whole Thanos thing and
0: yeah, you meet the collector. Like when
1: you get into the whole story, that's all It's all about Thanos trying to snap away half of half of uh life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so in Guardians, you see the Power Stone, you meet the collector. I mean it introduces nope, the entire nope. you, you cosmic get more, side. You get more of the collector because you meet the collector at the end of Thor the Dark World when they go and give, give the Collector oh, the Reality Stone. yeah, See? That's right. Thor Dark World. Nobody <laughs> remembers Thor Dark World. <laughs> um, so you get more of the Collector played by a, Yeah. Is it Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro? Yeah. Yep. Um, so you get two Infinity Stones. You get information about the Eternals. You get information about the, uh, the Celestials, mm-hmm. they tell you about Thanos, you get Gamora and the Nebula and the whole nine. So in a movie that might not have worked had Marvel not built such a strong base, mm-hmm. I feel like that movie was pretty important to the story at large. Yeah. However, yeah. without like the success of the Captain America, you know, Winter Soldiers where people were really impressed with Captain America and and a lot of people hold that as, you know, that's usually a top four, top five Marvel movie for most people that are really into the MCU. Definitely. So, you know, that's where you meet Bucky
0: and you're kind of setting up for what's gonna happen in Civil War.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So it's uh yeah, it's all pretty important, but I'd say for the whole story of of the first the the Infinity Saga, if you will, I'd say Guardians is the most important one in the uh phase 2. Interesting. Yeah. Least important movie? Iron Man 3. What is even The Mandalorian? Get out of here. Oh my God. I said Mandalorian <laughs> The Mandarin Get out of here
0: Hey if the Mandalorian showed up in Iron Man 3 Then that would have been my all time favorite MCU film Hands down Hot take
1: I'm sorry I said the wrong thing again
0: No it's okay it's hilarious Um Yeah I guess Yeah cause you did not really get much out of Ant-Man really Other than just Introducing Hank Pym And his wacky science
1: Well Ant-Man you needed Ant-Man for Civil War. So you, so you did Ant-Man. Yeah. You got him to fight Anthony Mackie, who looks like a Vark.
0: <laughs> he made him look like an Vark.
1: <laughs> and then uh, you get him in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of these movies, you just get movies to set up characters for future movies.
0: Yeah. I guess if I had to argue against Guardians, I'd probably say Age of Ultron is the most important. Um, not only being because it's an Avengers film, so you know there's going to be a lot of stuff, but, I mean, you get vision, you get a little bit more information about that there's something wrong out there because Thor F's off for a while, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm back. Uh, I had to talk about my vision, and vision, there's something wrong. (laughs) Um, So you get that. You learn more about, I mean, you get the scene where they're all drinking just chilling around the couch. And then you see everyone's trying to lift the hammer and you get the little bit of shakiness Mjolnir. from uh, Steve with Mjolnir. I mean, if it wasn't for that moment, I mean, you want to get that explosive reaction to when you see the hammer swing in Landon, Steve Rogers hand. I still in, think you uh, get the explosive
1: endgame. reaction regardless. I think,
0: well, I know, but it's just like, it pays off. Cause everyone was like, Oh, wait a minute. We a, how long do we have to wait just to see that pay off, you know?
1: Well, you think you get to pay off later in that movie when Vision hands Thor Mjolnir. That Mjolnir. was
0: a mind blow. I did not expect that. You
1: know, none of the Avengers were worthy, and Vision's just like, you're going to need this. And, like,
0: and you also get that awesome-ass joke just like, so if you, leave the eleva- or if you put the hammer in an elevator... Elevator was moving. Yeah. Is the elevator worthy?
1: Yeah. Still went up. Still picked it up.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. I mean because we've seen him literally leave the hammer on things just to make them not be able to move like I think he's done it to Loki before. I know he's done it to Yeah. Adversaries in battle. He put it on that big like that.
1: dragon thing's mouth and uh
0: Yeah. Is that Ragnarok?
1: Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till we get to phase three.
0: I know. Phase three is so fun.
1: Um, let's take a ha- bittersweet turn here. Mm-hmm. And I believe last week we talked about the best Stanley cameo in phase one.
2: Ooh, yeah. So
1: in phase two, I'll give you a quick rundown of the cameos.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: In Iron Man three, uh, he's a Beauty pageant judge who appears on the television monitor and happily gives one of the contestants a 10. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I don't remember that. Uh, in Thor Dark World, he is a mental ward patient who loans his shoe to Eric Selvig. So, to uh, Dr. Selvig for a demonstration mm-hmm. about the convergence in his delusions. When Selvig finishes, he asks, if anyone has any questions and Stan Lee says, yeah, can I have my shoe back? Yeah. And Captain America and the winter soldier. He plays a security guard at the Smithsonian. He says, Oh man, I am so fired. And guardians of the galaxy. He is a, an elderly gentleman having a conversation with a significantly younger woman rocket viewing him through a scanning device, dismisses him as part of what he saw was wrong with the universe or with the planet Xandar.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in Avengers Age of Ultron, he appears as a World War II veteran who attends the Avengers victory party. He claims right. he claims he fought at Omaha Beach. So he's like, he's all messed up. Yeah. He goes,
0: Excelsior. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're dragging him out. Yeah. Yeah. And then an
1: Ant Man, he's a bartender in a story that Luis tells Scott, explaining that Sam Wilson was looking for him. So at the end. Yeah. Which is okay. always hilarious when Luis goes into his storytelling.
0: Dude, yeah. Okay, so I. Hmm, mine is a toss up between Winter Soldier cameo and the Age of Ultron cameo.
1: I think I like the Age of Ultron cameo the best. I also, but I love the, uh, the Ant-Man one. Yeah. Where he says, like he mouths what Luis is saying. I don't remember the exact words, but it's Mm -hmm. pretty funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just so funny because he can actually says, like he actually says, you know, his catchphrase Excelsior. Yeah. And Age of Ultron. And he's just like, oh, I can handle that. Yeah. He's all (laughs) blitzed from, from Thor's drink or whatever. Yeah. It's like, 10,000-year-old or something. So
1: you and I both said Avengers Age of Ultron, so the best Phase 2 Stanley cameo is Avengers Age of Ultron. It's
0: it's fitting. It's deserving. But also, I mean, I just got to say, like, that one, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I am so fired. <laughs> and <laughs> what a soldier is. It's so funny.
1: Yeah. When, it's a good one. When Cap steals that dope suit.
0: Yeah, man. The OG. The OG.
1: Check, check the... Uh, Check the logo, everybody.
0: <laughs> Speaking of suits, though, we talked about this uh, in our Phase 1 discussion, so I'm going to bring it back up in this one today. Um, Louis, if there is a prop or an object or some physical item that you could keep from one of these six films, what would it be?
1: Well, from the first phase... You know, you get Mjolnir, you cap shield, an Iron Man suit. That all stays. Mm-hmm. In this one, you're looking at. <laughs> In this one, you're looking at uh, the Ant Man suit, the the Shrinky suit. Okay. Yeah. You're also looking at, like, uh, if I had to say, it would be like the 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 milano the spaceship from uh
0: guardians yeah the i think it's technically like a ravenger ship isn't it
1: i don't know exactly but i know he calls it the milano yeah and then that gets destroyed and he gets the benatar if you ever have mcu trivia that will be a question he has the milano and the benatar um that've
0: been a great trivia tuesday for today
1: <laughs> yeah sorry guys but do, do do do. If I had to pick one, I don't know. I love Mjolnir, man. If I was able to lift Mjolnir, it's gonna be hard to beat that ever.
0: Ooh, phase two Mjolnir. Um, they actually did do a little bit of changes to uh, Mjolnir for Dark World and Ultron. Yeah, hmm. uh, they basically changed like some of the wrappings, and they had a. Uh, some different ones that they had for, like, props and stuff like that, too, that did different things. Um, they wanted to look, make it look a little more tech-like because it was very simple for Thor.
1: In Age of Ultron, you get the, uh, the Hulk Buster suit.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: So that's that would be pretty cool. You know, Pietro doesn't have a... Uh, of anything that you get, or Wanda doesn't really have any specific mm-hmm. props or anything. Uh, yeah, give me Mjolnir. Always, there it
0: is. Wow,
1: what about you? Are you sticking with your Iron Man suits? No, no, I mean, no, as close
0: as, be, as close as it would be to get the Hulkbuster suit, man, I want Dr. Selvig's.
2: Tidy whities.
0: <laughs> Give it them briefs, man. That, I will frame them, hang them up on a wall, stains and all.
1: You you need those tidy whities so when you find out that Willem Dafoe is playing
0: <laughs> the Green I, I Goblin. Do, I will throw them on. I will wear them over my pants, simultaneously pooping them. And I will. And they will still be clean.
1: Poop my pants.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want that. Um... <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, if I could, you know, I'm in like movie uh, prop um, collecting like groups and stuff like that. And there's like some really interesting stuff you can learn. There's a podcast dedicated to it, too. It's just to me, it's fascinating and I'm a collector. So, um, yeah, anyways, like sometimes you sometimes you can actually find the weirdest shit that you could actually buy and collect from um, movie sets. So honestly, if if his underwear is out there, I'm going to look into it because <laughs> how funny it'd be like you know yeah I have, I have a prop from the mcu yeah what do you have oh yeah it's from thor dark world it's uh his underwear i have it
1: bill scars no scars it's a scars it's the dad stellan stellan scars
0: guard yep ding 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 um uh, but in a more practical thing i think i'd either want uh, i want Bucky's Bucky's arm? Arm. <laughs> or his face mask. Cause he looks so intimidating.
1: Plus COVID season, you know, you need a face mask.
0: That is true. Bucky um, Bucky was
1: ready back in uh 2013. Yeah.
0: Fourteen? One of the two. Um that or the I know I'm cheating here. Um Fourteen. But the orb that contains the Power Stone and uh, Guardians, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Then, like, case. It looks like the ultimate Easter egg.
1: So, we ran through it last week, and the answer was obvious. I feel like this week the answer's a little less obvious. In Iron Man 3, you have... Aldrich Killian and Thor Dark World. You have Malekith, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier. You have the Winter Soldier amongst Hydra and everything. But we'll say,
0: is he the villain?
1: What we're going to focus on, the Winter Soldier being the, the main antagonist. That's fair. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you have Ronan, the Accuser. In Avengers Age of Ultron, you have Ultron. And an ant man, the bad guy is Darren Cross the Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. So last week Loki ran away with it. But, yeah. but this week, who who would you say is the most prominent villain, the the, the best villain from the phase two? Hmm. Or best antagonist, I guess.
0: Who, okay, I, I think I had to work my way up. I think the least, like, who I don't care for really, I don't care for Yellow Jacket. You're I just, just a, don't.
1: just an Ant Man hater.
0: Ant Man is fine. I mean, it's fine. It's just, like, he shrinks, he gets big. Um,. Yes, yeah, so yellow jacket, definitely not for me. Who else? Uh I want to say Malekith is dude's just whack. Um, so he but he's not the best villain by far. Um But Killian though did I say it right? Was it was a Killian Tyron
1: Kill- Man Three. Aldridge Killian.
0: Yeah. Now he's interesting because he is smart, he's handsome, and he's doing some crazy stuff. Where like literally, dude gets his arm chopped off and just grows it back. I think he could do some more. I think he could have been, you know, I I don't know. I feel like there could have been more with him, but because of the tie-in with like the fake Mandarin or as you refer to the Mandalorian reveal and everything.
1: Hey man, I'm only human.
0: <laughs> it it kind of like muddies up that just villain story a little bit. Um so, I mean, it could have been better. I mean, He reminds me a lot of Syndrome from Incredibles. You know, it's like, hey, man, look at me.
1: The, or he
2: reminds me of even the like, greatest
1: uh, movie villain of all time. Syndrome from Syndrome? the Incredibles. Get out of here if you think Syndrome's not any good. That's Jason Lee at his best.
0: No, Syndrome is fantastic. Incredibles is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying it just reminds me of like someone who looks up to a a hero and then eventually they become someone but they're they use their newfound knowledge or whatever yeah that, for that's evil. a
1: that's a good point you make a you make a good point
0: but also Killian is a little bit more like because effort you seem like a really ugly nerdy loser kind of guy and it really paints a picture similar to um jamie fox's electrode and uh amazing spider-man 2
1: i've never seen it
0: you've never seen amazing spider-man 2 uh
1: not all the way through no
0: Okay, well, you've seen at least part of it, but still, you your internet that is movie? lagging,
1: and I don't know what you just asked me.
0: I said you haven't seen that movie. I have not all the way through.
1: I know he fights uh, the hobgoblin at the end, and then he saves a little boy from Rhino, played by Paul Giamatti. <laughs>
0: You know what? When you say it out loud, it's it's a weird movie. Um, <laughs> but you know the scene with Gwen and all that. You know, you know well, that's a different story. Anyways, before I start crying, yeah, um,
2: he
1: kills. Yeah, her.
0: it's just. Yeah, I know it's just. Ugh, it's so good. It's it's like it's like right out of the comics with the hand on the web, and it's just. uh sorry, Gwen. Um, what are we talking about? The <laughs> the best villain
1: from Phase Two.
0: God, okay, so yeah, I was talking about Killian, that's right. And then, so, that leaves Ronan, Winter Soldier, and Ultron.
1: What are you doing? I'm distracting you, you big douche nozzle. <laughs> Dance off, you and me, pal.
0: Dance Ronin,
1: off, you and me, bro. Ronin is brutal,
0: and he's Kree. And if you're a fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you'll realize that the Kree suck um as in just like they are bad people but i he doesn't do it for me as like the big bad um so it i it, it has become down to bucky as winter soldier between him and ultron i think it's ultron Bold. because Bold. ultron at least cuz like ultron keeps advancing keeps learning he's a combination of stark uh, Banner, Jarvis, uh, a goddamn Infinity Stone. Like, he's a smart dude. And, uh, James Spader, it, like, does a good job acting as him. And I love the creepiness with, like, the singing, like, there's no strings on me and all that stuff. Um, and he's got some funny one liners, but I mean, like, he literally figured out a way to create the next ice age and try and get, like, this twisted idea of evolution and, extinction of the human race and i mean because of what he does i mean ultimately has an effect on the avengers with the sokovia Accords because of it i mean i mean it just i think he has a greater effect on the mcu as well even though it just he's a weird guy and you know ultimately in the comics ant-man created ultron so um with their spin on it, it, it's, it's pretty cool. So I think it has to be Ultron for me.
1: I'm going Bucky as far as like the best in my mind. It's Bucky. Like,
2: mm-hmm. and why Ult- do you say that?
1: Ultron is great. Ultron's definitely up there. Malekith is definitely hot trash. <laughs> um, but like, you know, me, I'm a big captain America fan. Yeah. And, like, Bucky is the embodiment of what makes Steve Rogers a good person. So, like, Hmm. he refuses to fight him. He goes, I'm just, you do whatever you need to do, man. I'm not fighting you anymore. Yeah. And then Bucky saves Steve from the water at the end of the movie and all that good stuff. And, like, he's all vicious and brutal and, you know, he almost kills Fury and... Like I like I was worried about at the beginning of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He was unstoppable at the beginning of that movie, and you know throughout that movie, mm-hmm. just wrecking everybody. It's true. And then finally, goes up against Steve, and Steve refuses to even fight him. So like in the in the thick of it all, the bad guy is uh, Pierce Alexander Pierce.
0: Yeah, I. That's why I say, like, I feel like he's more so the villain in that movie.
1: But he, there, he's like the head of Hydra, so really in the thick of everything. The bad guy is Hydra.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, that's just always going to be the bad guy for Captain America, and they Hydra is using Bucky to get to Steve. So, mm-hmm. uh, if I had to pick. The best antagonist for its movie, I'm going Winter Soldier and Captain America and the Winter Soldier, followed closely by Ultron, who was freaking awesome. But that movie doesn't get any love. Yeah.
0: I like it, man. I like followed it. Followed
1: by Yellow Jacket, because that movie was, was sick. He looks weird, bald, but then if you look him up, he's always bald. So I guess he's just bald. There you go. He was in
0: a house of cards. I think I just finished up uh, one of the seasons where his character uh, dies in that show. And so um, I think he dies. Pretty sure he dies. But I was really like, damn, this guy can act. So I was pretty stoked to see him in Ant-Man. I was actually working at a movie theater the summer that movie came out. So I was pretty stoked for Ant-Man to be honest. So I was hearing some really good things about it, but I have probably seen it less than five times.
1: Oh, I love Ant-Man. Uh maybe I
0: might go thrown on right after this. I'm not You know what? Let's
1: lie. let's let's run through just some some moments that we remember the most throughout the movies or or moments moments that make us laugh, moments that make us cry, moments that make us angry, sure. stuff like that. Um let's start at the beginning. What's what's something very memorable f- for you from Iron Man 3?
0: I gotta say it's uh the interactions with uh, the little boy i forget his name but all the stuff when Harley crashes suit yeah when he uh crashes the his suit and basically he has to get the help from harley to um repair the suit and just kind of figure out and do some like sleuthing and everything around there iron man 3 to me is a christmas movie and i watch it around christmas every year <laughs> so I love Christmas, so that's why Iron Man 3 will hold a special place in my heart. Also, I, uh, Hurt. funny story. Sorry, that, uh, Iron Man 3 was one of the first mo- My So the college I went to had a movie theater on it, and, uh, we had a movie theater on campus. And so, um, it was around October, so they were playing Iron Man 3 and they had a thing. They said, like, hey, we're having a costume contest. Come dress up to the movie and you can win a prize, whatever. So I spent all day thinking like, man, there might be some really cool costumes, blah, blah, blah. I'm a naive freshman. It's Iron Man 3. I'm coming dressed as Tony Stark. I like had this cheap ass light that you could like press Uh, that had three dots on it in the form of a triangle. So I cut some slits into my like black T-shirt so I could like attach it. And so basically I had a really crappy arc reactor underneath my shirt. And so I did that and then I like taped one to my hand and I just wore like a leather jacket. I just looked like Tony Stark out of the suit. No facial hair, nothing, whatever. I was the only one who dressed up <laughs> out of like 220 people who went to the movie. Literally, we're sitting all the way at the top because you know we got there early. Theater's full. Some guy comes out before the movie starts to give a prize. I think I actually got Iron Man 3. Or maybe I got The Hunger Games. I think I got The Hunger Games on DVD, which I have no idea what I did with that movie, to be honest.
1: But you um, won!
0: Yeah, I won, but it was funny and awkward as all hell. So The guy just goes, who's the guy who dressed up like Iron Man? Everyone starts looking around for a fucking Iron Man suit. I stand up, and I'm directly in the center, all the way at the top row. <laughs> And I go to turn on the light on my chest and it does not power on. <laughs> and it is in a dark movie theater. I felt like such a jackass. Now you're
1: dead, Iron Man.
0: <laughs> yep. So uh, that's my Iron
1: Man 3 story. So when you think of Iron Man 3, you think of you winning the Hunger Games at a at a movie theater. Yeah, but even, I had not even seen the Hunger Games yet. So I was like, whatever. When I think of Iron Man 3, I think of what what is it called when he uses when he brings all the suits out as like drones
0: was it the uh
1: I feel like he called it homecoming right the homecoming protocol he called it something I thought th- that that sounds wrong because that's the name of the spider man movie but
0: yeah it's, it's not the, like I'm
1: gonna look it up or like the birthday protocol or something while well, you look it up I'll keep talking uh. Yeah, he,
0: house party protocol. House
1: party. That's damn it.
0: it. Yeah, that, okay, that scene is probably my favorite part of Iron Man 3 because that was cool as hell.
1: Yeah, so all these dope-ass suits come and attack all these people. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, like, the main antagonist is finally finished off by Pepper. Yeah. So that that's weird to me. Also, like, when I think of Iron Man 3, I think of a failed Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There you go. I will take the lead on Thor Dark World, and then I will pass it over to you. Thor Dark World just makes me think of it. Dr. Eric Selvig running around in his underpants while uh, uh, Darcy, who we haven't mentioned, hires a assistant for her, who is an unpaid intern, yep. and then <laughs> she like ends up making out with him and stuff.
0: We never see him again.
1: No I'm surprised we've even seen Darcy again That is true So I think of that stuff And then also like Thor and Loki Finally like bonding To try and beat this guy Curse Who's just like raw power And then mm-hmm. Loki dies Or so we think Yeah And uh, yeah Thor too What, what about you?
0: I I really enjoyed the like the invasion on uh Asgard because I like how the uh, the ships were stupid. I'm not gonna lie, but they looked cool as they were like turning like all these weird angles to like do the weird things and stuff. Um, Lord, you had some funny moments in it, but I mean, nowhere near the comedy gold that was in Ragnarok. Um, and even like when they're on the the boat chase, pretty much uh, trying to escape with Loki. And go into like his like his uh, secret portal or exit to get out of Asgard and everything. It had some funny moments, um, but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy.
1: So now you take the helm on Captain That's America: me? The Winter Soldier. Soldier.
0: Oh man! So one of my favorite moments is literally the beginning of the movie especially after watching the Falcon and the Winter Soldier with the on your left and everything. I mean, how many times can you go a week without, I mean, someone saying like on your left, you know? But I mean, it's like, I love the score. I love the early morning, just aesthetic and environment as they're running around DC and it's all calm before the storm, right? Because this movie is just an action thrill ride and I'd argue that it's one of the best action films of all time. Um so I love the opening sequence of uh The Winter Soldier but also once Captain America uh, Steve goes over the intercom and like reveals that Hydra has infiltrated Shield and everyone just turns into like total espionage like you don't know who to trust I love it I love that moment when it's like Shield has fallen it's it's so good
1: Yeah Yeah how about you that movie's awesome. I am infamous for mixing up movies between Captain America Winter Soldier and and uh Civil War. Mm-hmm. So if this isn't Civil War, I apologize. But I don't think it is. Um although I'm starting to think it is. They they all get captured. By the Shield You know he's on the run from shield Mm -hmm. And then They put them in the car And Nat is bleeding Does this sound familiar or is this Civil War And Sam says she needs help And then the, The security guard like Wrecks the other security guard And then takes off the helmet And then it's Maria Hill And you're just like oh
0: <laughs> no, that was uh that was a uh, uh, Is that
1: is that Winter Soldier?
0: or Was that yeah. Civil War? No. No, yeah, 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 because they end up actually getting jailed in Civil War. So that was that was that was a uh, Winter Soldier.
1: All right, cool. That's my favorite yeah. part of Winter Soldier. I forgot about which, that scene, yeah. Yeah, it's freaking awesome, man. She takes off her stuff yeah, because then she takes yeah, that is Winter Soldier. Because then she takes them to go see Fury, who we thought was dead because he got shot yeah. whilst in uh Steve's apartment.
0: Apartment and everything. Yeah. And that also, scene with Sam Jackson and uh Fury with the whole just like car chase throughout downtown and everything, it's like Well yeah. what isn't broken or what is working? And it's like Windshield wipers at hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Yeah, air conditioning. I think turns yeah, on. Air conditioning, hundred
0: percent. Yeah, dude. I love
1: that so, scene. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Or like the, his uh, his car gun was awesome. And yeah, finally, like, hold, Bucky comes. Hold now. Yeah. Finally, Bucky comes to rip the the door off the car, and he's like got like a <laughs> a, a pen that like he digs into the earth with or whatever.
0: Yeah, he basically like uh, cuts a
1: circle out. <laughs> yeah, Winter Soldier was freaking dope. Um, oh, I want to wa- watch it now Yeah, you got time, man uh, After Winter Soldier We go into Guardians, correct? Yeah, Guardians. We've been talking about it all night I don't know how I don't remember Guardians of the Galaxy I will take the helm on this My favorite moment in Guardians of the Galaxy To this day Is when um, Drax calls Ronan to nowhere for the power stone. And Mm. then they all have to escape. And then Ronan beats the shit out of Drax. And then the ravagers get Quill and Gamora. And then Rocket says to Groot that we have to get to the other side of the universe as fast as we can. You know, that's our only hope. And then Mm. Groot says, I am Groot. And then he says, well, what do you mean we're supposed to help them? I don't care if they're the only friends we've ever had. It's just the two of us. Mm. And then Drax is like, no, there's three of us. And then Rocket does my favorite thing. He starts kicking a little patch of grass. And he says, you are making me kick grass. (laughs) And it makes me laugh every time. Damn, that's a good moment. Oh, I love it. Also... When like big Groot is so criminally underrated because of Mm. everybody loving little baby Groot. Oh, baby Groot is so no big Groot was awesome. And we only got him for one movie. Yeah. He like shoves his arm through all of the security guards and just smacks Mm -hmm. them back and forth for like way too long.
0: That Doesn't he smile right afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. He has like that, like really shitty grin. I think that's my favorite moment. And
1: also, we are Groot. We are Groot. Also, he was drinking from the fountain. He goes, Don't drink from the fountain, you big idiot. He's like, oh, I am Groot. <laughs> he goes, I just saw you. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Uh guard yeah, I could talk about Guardians all day. That's my favorite MCU movie. But when you watch Guardians, what's one of the what's some of the stuff you think about?
0: Uh, yeah, so like the Disagree the stuff where he has that smile, like he I did a good job, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, is it also in Guardians where he makes a blacklight joke, or is that in uh Guardians 2? I feel like it's Guardians 1, right? Where he had he's uh, yeah,
1: it would look like a Jackson Pollock painting on here.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like he was turning blacklight in there. You got issues, Quill.
1: I feel, I feel <laughs> yeah. like that's Guardians 2. Because Gamora is too. Gamora's more into Quill in Guardians 2.
0: Yeah. but Oh, that's a funny moment. When uh, I think it's two. No, now I'm confusing him like you were earlier. <laughs> what, is it the first one or is it the second one where he puts the headphones on her and uh, they start dancing and she's like, yelling yeah, with that, the headphones on? That's
1: the first one.
0: Yeah, she's like, I will not be like overtaken by your pelvic sorcery <laughs> or something like that. She yells at him because w- she sells that. That is the on. second one. I'm sorry. Is it the second one? Damn. Yeah, there's stuff like that. Um, the whole prison breakout scene is pretty good though.
1: Yeah. And I like, need that guy's leg.
0: It's like, ah, oh, you actually got it, dude. I was kidding. That's, that's funny.
1: <laughs> no, no, I need his eye. I need it. It's important to me. I'm serious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm serious, man. Yeah. It still amazes me that that's actually Bradley Cooper's voice. Oh, he does amazing. I just can't picture him doing the voice acting. It's so cool. He's so talented. So we got two movies left, right?
1: Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Mm, Boy, (laughs) my
0: favorite moment. One of my favorite scenes of uh, Age of Ultron is when Hawkeye is trying to give that pep talk to wanda and he's like you go out there you're one of us you're an avenger i know this is crazy right now we're fighting robots the city's floating and i i have bow and arrow <laughs> it's like none of this makes sense but i'm gonna keep fighting yeah I, I, I love it or um when he uh they go to cliff's house uh and <laughs> before they go in tony is talking to thor i think or like cap he's like yeah so this must be like a like a shield safe house or whatever. And then they see the kids run out. They're like, dad. And he's like, these are tiny agents.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but that shit's funny. Um, Richard always sends me a meme of Chris Evans, Captain America, ripping a log in half, Mm -hmm. which is from that movie. (sighs) You know, he's all jacked and he rips a log right in half, which is awesome. Uh, Age of Ultron, I do love when Wanda takes control of the Hulk, and he's all Mm. red-eyed, and then he, like, gives that (laughs) that that awful smile, and you're like, oh, no. Um, Laugh-out-loud moment is Tony Stark punching the Hulk in the face. Go to
0: sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep,
1: go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. (laughs) And they yeah. A good yeah one. Then they stick them in a quinjet and send them to uh, that planet that I need to remember the name of before we do phase three. The one with the the Grandmaster on it. The one with the devil's anus. Yeah. Um. That the Hulk one was cool. The whole. Uh,
0: it's a car, by the way.
1: Sakar, damn it. You're so smart. You're so yeah, s- smart. <laughs> um, the whole uh, the the pod transferring through like the the air the uh, what the hell is that called like a jet moving it around mm. and everything was pretty cool. Vision lifting uh, Mjolnir was awesome. The whole them trying to fight Vision uh, at one point mm. Cap tries to choke out. Ultron who's like a, a robot so that doesn't really work buddy but yep. you know he's trying his best mm-hmm. so uh, all in all yeah that was a pretty good one and now yes. Ant- finally Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Um, without a doubt I, I can tell you with Ant-Man 2 what my favorite moment is but we're not here to talk about Ant-Man 2 we're here to talk about it. man I Ant-Man. bet I know it
0: is but I'm going to keep that bottled
1: yeah it's exactly what you think it is
2: yeah,
1: in Ant Man, my favorite moment is at the beginning when he's working at Baskin Robbins, <laughs> and the kid's like, "Yeah, I'll have a, a burger." And he's like, "What? No, this is a Baskin Robbins, man." And he goes, "Uh, hot pretzel, whatever's hot and fresh." And he goes, "What? It's ice cream." <laughs> and then his boss calls him away, and he goes, "Hey, uh, hey, Keith." Can you uh can you take care of this idiot? And then he walks away. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. Every <laughs> time. That's that. hilarious. Or, you know, Luis's stories are are always good. Um, Luis had the meme of 2020. 2020 was god awful. So that Luis meme where he's like, well, this happened, and then this happened, and then my mom left, and then this, and then, but we all got a stimulus check, and this and this, and blah, 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 and da-da-da.
0: But I, but I got the van.
1: <laughs> yeah. But this, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I got the van. So <laughs> Ant-Man was awesome. Luis is incredible. The uh, the whole undercarriage wash thing where he was all mad. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> they, they go small and go under a car and goes, wow, that's a clean undercarriage. <laughs> Just d- <laughs> dumb, dumb stuff like that. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. How about you, buddy?
0: Well, uh I do not have that same amount of knowledge of Ant-Man. So I'm just going to say my favorite moment is uh seeing it before everyone else because I worked at a movie theater. So I got to see it the night before the night before. Um
1: Well, I'll I'll Mhm. Devin's favorite uh, moment of Ant-Man is when But I did I was going <laughs> to
0: I was going to say one uh i i grew up absolutely loving and playing with tons and tons of train sets of uh <laughs> that's Thomas what i channel. was
1: gonna say yeah. i was gonna say that moment look at me look at
0: us there you go like that moment it's it's like one of the best moments from the trailer too so i'm cheating a little bit but uh yeah when they're fighting on the train set and it looks all epic and then you see the actual perspective and you just see the train just like tip over <laughs> it was funny i like the comedy with it but yeah man phase two like we said it like not all the movies are ten out of ten end game infinity war films, you know um but they're still said to be tons of great moments and memories lines and still make you feel uh happy, sad, confused everything all over the the multiverse, right um so before we kind of head out, I did have some facts and some kind of like some little like uh cool bits of information that I kind of wanted to share with you um you will uh bear with me as i pull them back up here but um so phase two had a lot of stuff um phase two joss whedon is actually the only phase one director to direct a phase two film because he directed avengers and avengers age of ultron which is pretty cool pretty cool um that's another one that i thought was pretty cool that i didn't even talk about uh Patty Jenkins actually almost directed The War of the Dark World, but she ended up uh, not doing it because <laughs> of creative differences, which was kind of a theme, because we almost had Edgar Wright uh, direct Ant-Man. I guess he was originally contracted or uh, selected to do an Ant-Man film back in, like, 2006. Worked on it all the way up until, I think it was, like, 2014 or whatever when they were going to start filming everything, but... It just, uh, I think Kevin Feige basically just said kind of creative differences, but it would have been kind of cool to see Edgar's Edgar's uh, take on Ant-Man, but he has a very unique style, and if you know films that he's done, it's probably for the best, and maybe he didn't handle that film. Um, there was that story that was going around a while ago, which I'm not going to dive too into, but basically Joss Whedon said he really wanted uh, Vision. I don't know if you know this, but he wanted Vision to have a... a uh, I'm going to call it an idea, a dream, attached to his uh waist. He wanted Vision to have a penis. Oh, anyways.
1: Kind of like uh, Dr. Manhattan?
0: Yeah, he basically wanted a Dr. Manhattan Vision, but they were like, um, no. He's like, come on. I think someone actually had to draw it up, but uh, Kevin Feige was like, you're not going to throw a fucking slong on this guy. Right? <laughs> like, come on, dude. Um what's another one? Uh originally Josh Whedon actually wanted Spider-Man and if you can guess this, Captain Marvel to appear in Age of Ultron.
1: I did hear before about Captain Marvel supposed to be in Age of Ultron, but they thought she was too important and big of a character to just throw exactly. in but Exactly. Exactly. Not saying Spider-Man's not big and important of a character, but a lot of people don't know much about Captain Marvel to where if you just throw her in, they're gonna be like Who's that? So, yeah,
0: and I don't think honestly, like, if they threw those those two characters in it, I don't think we'd get Tom Holland. I don't think we'd get Brie Larson, and I think Age of Ultron would have been a total flop because it'd just be too many people and too many heroes, and just like you said, too many big names too. Um, yeah, but basically, according to Whedon, what he said was, uh. Uh, We would have put uh, both in, but neither of the deals were made. And then they were like, we're making Captain Marvel movie and we've got Spider-Man as a property. And I'm like, I've already locked my film. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> but we didn't kind of had a bit of a falling out. And if you've been following kind of the stuff that's uh, surfaced about his uh, treatment to uh, some of the cast and the way he uh, handled um Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, Whedon's not the best guy out there, so maybe it's not a bad thing that he's not involved with the MCU
1: anymore. Devin. Yes. You're a big Star Wars fan, right? Uh you could say that. What what what's one of the worst things Darth Vader does to Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back? He he cuts he, he cuts off a body part. I
0: was gonna say he um I mean he doesn't he doesn't say good job son. He doesn't say I love you son or I miss you son. But yeah, he cuts off his hand. So
1: he cuts off his hand. Did you know every film in phase 2 features a character losing a hand?
0: I did not, Louie. I did not.
1: Yeah. Would you care? I'm actually just reading this now. I didn't know that and that's pretty it's pretty cool. And Yeah, that actually is pretty cool. In Iron Man 3 uh Killian gets his arm cut off by Tony before growing it right back like you said mm-hmm. earlier. In Thor: Dark World, Loki gets his hand cut off, but it's just an illusion. Bucky gets his arm cut off in a flashback in Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy, Gamora cuts both of Groot's arms off. Uh claw Ulysses Claw was in was in Age of Ultron. And he gets his hand cut off. Mm-hmm. And Yellowjacket and Ant-Man, whose right arm is the first to disappear before the rest of his body shrinks. Mm-hmm. So in each movie, somebody loses a hand, which says uh, Kevin Feige pays homage to Star Wars. So there you go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting. Yeah. That's pretty funny.
0: I I mean, I got to go back and look at it. Um, and that's something I love about all these films. It's just like you can always l- learn some new detail or something really small that just, it's like, oh shit, that's pretty funny.
1: Oh, yeah. goodness.
0: Well, I think that's a good spot for us to end this episode on. Yeah. We've been talking a while now. Um, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up our discussion on phase two. So, phase two.
1: It's not a phase yeah. two, mom.
0: So, yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about Phase 3, but, I mean, uh, I mean, as we're recording this episode next, uh, basically a week and a day from now, we're going to be seeing the first episode of Loki, which I'm stoked for, man. I, 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 I don't know where the series is going to take us. I think this is one that they've been saying is going to have multiple seasons, or it already has been picked up for a Season 2 and 3. I might be blowing smoke, but I'm fairly confident that it's going to be more of a TV show and not a just a limited series. So um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. So uh, we'll probably be doing some shifting and changing of our schedules here and there for when these episodes actually drop so we can um, talk about the episode uh, while it's still relevant before the following episode comes out. But uh, yeah, we'll have a phase three down the road and Loki episode one. So
1: is there anything you want to add? I do want to bring up trivia Tuesday from last week. We snoozed and forgot to do a Trivia Tuesday today. I apologize for everyone who votes. Um, The the Phase 2 Trivia Tuesday was what? What is the first and last films released in Phase 2? Your options are Thor Dark World and Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man 3 and Avengers Age of Ultron, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and Ant-Man, or Iron Man three and Ant Man. The correct answer was Iron Man three starts the uh, phase two, and Ant Man ends phase two. So I would like to give a shout out to vote me for God. Uh Malashevsky. And Louis Tonnerini. Louis underscore Tonnerini. Good job, guys. <laughs> Everyone else who voted, I uh I greatly appreciate it. Keep up the good work. We appreciate your um your support.
0: Yeah. It looks like we stumped uh, we had an even three for the correct answer, but we also had an even three for Captain America and Ant-Man. So I had a feeling a lot of people probably thought Captain America was the first one. So I threw that out there. So yeah,
1: Here's a spoiler.
0: We tricked you. Here's a
1: spoiler, guys. Captain America of the Civil War starts phase three. Well, there goes my
0: trivia.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, listen to right, the guys. podcast. You get some answers to trivia. There you go. That's a cool, man. All right, everybody. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook send us emails at uh, what is it uh, earth894 at gmail.com right
0: yeah earth894podcast at gmail.com if you want to talk about any episodes have any feedback uh, anything you want to bring up to us um, feel free to contact us on there or even on, uh, send us a message on uh, facebook or instagram we're all always- these.
2: and until
1: next time Yes, I
2: want my board.